I want to give you permission to do whatever the heck you want with your nursing career. It is yours. You have worked so bloody hard for it. You do not have to do something that you don't want to do. Hello, you are listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast. It's yours truly, Liam. I hope you are well today. Today, we are talking all things about what you should do when you don't land your dream graduate role. Now, even if you're not a graduate nurse, this still applies because we can apply all of this to your nursing career, regardless of where you're at, wherever you may be. Before we dive in, I've got a little review, a rating, a review that's coming through Apple Podcasts, and I'd love to share it. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't have a name. Verbs 34, whoever you may be, they said, so glad I found this. I'm going through the graduate application process now, and I found the episodes about start and how to land your dream grad job are so helpful. Thank you, Liam. So happy to finally find a great nursing podcast that's based in Australia. I find it so hard to find much in the way of podcasts other than media about nursing in America with references to the NCLEX. And that's not what you get here at High Performance Nursing. I love that. Please, please do rate and review the show. There are thousands of you that listen to this podcast, and it blows my mind every time that I check. We would love, love, love your reviews. So nip on to Apple Podcasts if you've got an Apple phone, and yeah, otherwise I'll have to start giving myself reviews or something. But your reviews really do help us get to more people. Without further ado, it's that time in the year where either you are getting emails galore, and offers left, right, and center from all of these jobs that you've been applying for as a graduate over the last few months, or there's crickets. And I'm here to tell you today that regardless of the outcome, it really doesn't bloody matter, okay? It doesn't matter. And here's why. If you've been on the podcast, like in this community, the High Performance Trust community for a little while, you'll have heard me talk about this in my All Path Leads to Rome episode. The university tells you that if you do not land a graduate role, then you're buggered, pretty much. Not only does the uni tell you that, some of these graduate programs tell you that during their open evenings. That's hugely problematic because it's not true and it's totally not factual, okay? Now, what I hope to give you today is hope for the future, for your future. If you are someone that hasn't got what they wanted or you're sitting there and you've got a couple of offers, but it doesn't align with where you see your career going. I want to give you permission to do whatever the heck you want with your nursing career. It is yours. You have worked so bloody hard for it. You do not have to do something that you don't want to do. So without further ado, I thought the best way to do this would be to share five tips or five things that I think you should do when you don't land a graduate nursing role. The first one is obvious in a sense, but I'm telling you now, your brain is going to go into absolute meltdown overload. (laughs) You've been working hard for this. You have been working to the bone, unpaid for three to four years, maybe even longer. And now the industry is like, yeah, thanks for doing all the work. You are a nurse legally, but we don't need you right now. When there's so much information to the contrary, there are so many nursing roles. And as we know, there's a global shortage. Or is that? Hmm, topic for another day. So the first thing that I want you to do is just to get hyper aware 
of the stories that your primitive brain, that egotistical part of your brain, that inner matron is going to start sharing with you. So the part of your brain is going to start offering you thoughts like, well, you're crap. You're never going to get a job. I told you so. You're useless. You're not worthy of a job. Maybe you can't be a nurse after all, even though you've got a frigging degree right? So what I want you to do is to write down all of those thoughts that are coming up for you. And I want you to really create some distance between you and the thoughts that your brain is offering you. You do not need to believe them to be true. They're in fact not true. They are just stories that your brain is using to protect you. Heard this thing today and it was about self-sabotage and that self-sabotage is a protective mechanism. I really like reframing it like that. I've always looked at self-sabotage as this terrible thing that I do to myself. But what if it's just my brain trying to keep me safe? I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with reaching for a cookie when, (laughs) do you know what I mean? I'm okay with that as a potential avenue, like consideration. So I want you to think the same way. I want you to really get clear on the stories that you're running. Now, if you haven't listened to my episode from a couple of weeks ago about stories versus fact, you must go back and listen to that. And I want you to determine what are the facts and what are the stories. And I can tell you right now, the fact of the situation is you didn't get a job. That's it. That is the only fact, okay? Now notice how many stories your brain is gonna throw up when you write them all down, see them for what they are, just thoughts, And I want you to get conscious about what you're making all of them mean. Just realize for those watching, I've got something above my head. So what are you making them mean? All of those stories. What are you making mean about your capabilities and your future as a nurse? Because here's the thing. You don't need to make it mean anything. It's just feedback. I love thinking about no's as next opportunity. Failure is first attempt in learning. Okay, we cannot succeed without failing. I love thinking like that. That is available to you too. Number two, you must, must, must please go and get feedback. If you don't get feedback, how the heck do you know what you need to change? Now, I'll give you some tips here because if you're somebody that has not got through to any interview stages and that's where you stopped your your challenge, your issue is with your application. Your application is not right. And that's great news because you can change it. There's so many things you can do to it. If you get through to interview and you didn't proceed with interview, I'm assuming your application is pretty good. However, your interview might need some technique altering. Maybe you need some better strategies. Maybe you just need to really finesse your technique, like how you respond in the interview, how you sell your skill set. That could be something that's stopping you. Now, if you've got through all of those and they haven't offered you a job, then there's a couple of, like it could be, your application, it could be your mindset, it could be your approach, it could be what you wore on the day, it could just be that there's somebody better, it could just be that they already had somebody lined up for the job. All of that really doesn't actually matter. But we do want feedback, constructive feedback from the industry, so that they can point out something that you won't be able to see because of your own cognitive biases. So definitely get feedback. If you can't get feedback, seek feedback from a peer, maybe about your application, And make sure that if you're relying on your own feedback, that it's factual, okay? Those stories are going to creep in and you're going to think, well, it was the interview. It was shocking. It was bloody terrible, Liam. That's just a thought, okay? You don't need to run down that path. We only deal with facts here at High Performance Nursing. Your brain's going to offer you up all those stories every single time. So we get the feedback and we integrate it into our applications and we change the heck out of them. And we change our strategy and our interview techniques and we move forward and we keep 
on trying. Okay. The only difference between somebody that lands a job and somebody that doesn't land a job is that the person that lands a job just keeps trying. They keep picking themselves up and they keep moving forward. If you're somebody that's going to all or nothing thinking and you think this is the end of the world and that you're never going to nurse again in your life and what a waste it's been, it's not true. Okay. It's not true. You don't have to go there. Catch your brain, tell your brain off and let's move forward. Just keep trying. It's inevitable if you keep trying that you will win and you will succeed. Trust me, tried it, worked with many nurses that have done it. I actually had somebody in our CCAP, we interviewed for, I think, about 10 to 15 jobs. We got multiple offers, not all of them were right. And she also didn't want to take some of them, just naturally, and some of them we didn't get. So that happens. You need to account for that. So just keep moving forward. Also, whilst I'm here, if you're somebody that has only applied for one job and you didn't get that one job, you've set yourself up to fail, okay? It's a harsh truth, but it's the, it's the T. If you've only applied for one job and you didn't get it, then you must go out there and try again. You need to give yourself more opportunities, okay? Easy, that is an easy fix. Volume will equal success. I'm telling you, it happens. Okay, number three, we need to up-level your approach. Now, we've talked about this loosely. Three things I want you to consider. Strategy. How are you approaching these jobs? If you're just blindly applying, you're throwing it out into the atmosphere, then you are less likely to get a callback. Why? Because we like people that we're familiar with. Managers want to know people ahead of time. And also it allows you to build rapport with the organization before you actually get there. So make sure that you up-level your strategy. Think about where you've been on placement. Think about where you loved. Think about where you work as an AIN, a Rusan, a Yusin. Think about who you can tap on the shoulder and ask if they've got any jobs. There are so many different ways into the system. You do not need to just go through a graduate role. And one other myth that I will bust whilst I'm here is that people tell you, um, I don't know why they tell you this, but people tell you that if you don't get a graduate year, then you're going to struggle moving forward. I didn't get a graduate year. We don't do that in the UK. I've been just fine. <laughs> I'm an international migrant that came to Australia that didn't have any of those things. And I've been absolutely fine. <laughs> Crying myself in the corner a few times, but I've been fine, right? So I want you to acknowledge that you will also be okay. It doesn't matter. You can still achieve all of your goals and dreams. Moving on, the next thing that I want you to really think about is your application. So you've heard me talk about this so many times. Your application is so important for a couple of reasons. One, it needs to have absolutely killer content. You need to avoid the cliche, generic, I'm excited to apply for dot, dot, dot. And, you know, listing all of your tasks in all of the jobs that you've done and keeping it really basic, that will definitely penalize you in this process. We've got to elevate the heck out of it. We're going to make sure that it's got killer content and that it's aesthetically pleasing. Remember, we all love beautiful things. We like the nice things that look really pretty. And nurse managers are the same. We're all human. So we want to see something that's well put together. Remember, if on paper you look well put together, they then expect that when you show up. So the third thing is about preparing and over-delivering when you get to the interview stage. If you're somebody that went to the interviews and be honest with yourself and you didn't get a job and you underprepared, what did you expect? That's what happens, right? So it doesn't mean that you're a bad nurse. It just means you underprepared. So now you've got a great opportunity to overprepare and to overdeliver in the interview as you move forward. So there are my three things, strategy, applications, and interview elevation and 
escalation of your skills, okay? The key here is being able to sell yourself. We have so many resources on this podcast, on my Instagram at High Performance Nursing, and also, of course, within our Graduate Career Launch Program. If you want to join that, you can. You can come work with us, and we can help you get into that first role outside of a graduate program, or even it's been done before. We would even get you into one. It's happened for sure. The fourth thing that I really want you to lean into and explore and just be conscious of is your mindset and the beliefs that you have from this experience. When something happens external to us in the world, i.e. we get a rejection email, your brain is going to offer you up all of the thoughts about it. Those thoughts are going to create feelings for you, probably feelings like disappointment, frustration, upset, worry, stress, fear, uncertainty, right? Pick your flavor. And from those feelings, you're going to take action. And you're also going to take in action. So maybe the actions are that you, I don't know, maybe you overeat, maybe you go and overshot, maybe you decide that you're, you're done. <laughs> maybe you procrastinate, maybe you overthink, maybe you bitch and complain. I don't know what you do, but we're all human and we all do things from a feeling, right? And what are you not doing from that feeling? You're probably not applying. You're probably not putting out your best application. You're probably not giving your best interview, okay? And I want you to see from those actions and those inactions, what results you're creating in your life. And I'm telling you ahead of time, from those thoughts and feelings, you're probably not going to be creating the result that you want. So mindset is not some woo-woo BS that we tell you all the time. Mindset is what helps you create the results that you want in your life. You manifest the result of landing your dream graduate role through the mindset that you hold through the application process. How do I know this to be true? Every graduate that's been in our graduate program in 2022 so far has landed their dream graduate role. There are some that have, of course, not got the first preference because of things like being out of state and so on and so forth. But the grads that have applied, that have held belief and lent into their mindset over the last six months in our GCLP, landed their dream graduate role, their first preference. How can that be? Well, it was like the trifecta. It was like the quadruple impact effect. That's not good English. But it was because they had killer content, aesthetically pleasing applications, amazing interviews with strategy, technique, and all of the things, all of the confidence, right, regardless of how they did. And they also had the belief in themselves. They had the confidence, the self-confidence in their ability to land that dream graduate role. So mindset is an integral piece of you succeeding in this process. And I know that that is what often stops a lot of people moving forward. When most people come on a call with me, it's not because they don't know how to do an application. It's not because they don't know how to write selection criteria. Like you could Google that, right? It's because they can't get over the rejection and the fear and the worry. And funnily enough, today, one of our grads who landed her first preference in Royal Children's in Melbourne messaged me and sent through a testimonial for her time in the GCLP this year. And she said, you know, the CV was amazing. All of that was amazing. But the one thing that she took away from this was how important it is to develop a positive mindset as a nurse. She is so grateful that she gifted herself the opportunity to learn how to self-coach and to manage her mind going into her graduate year. Because at the start of our program, she was lost, confused, and all over the place. She wasn't sure what she was doing. She was so fearful, so worried about all of the external things. And now she feels like she can tackle anything. That is mindset. 
That is not because she got a graduate offer. That's because she believes in her ability to succeed. And that, my friend, is what you need when you're moving through this process. The fifth and final thing is gifting yourself the opportunity to create roles. Now, if you follow all of the steps that I've just said there, you will create and find yourself a role. Will you need to apply for multiple roles? Yes, most likely at this stage. So when you are outside of a graduate program and you didn't land a job, you will, you should expect to apply for multiple roles. That's totally normal. And it's it, don't make that mean anything about your abilities, right? Just remember volume. If you apply to 10 roles, you're likely to get something from that unless you don't follow any of my tips, right? But I'm sensing there are people that are listening that are here, that are come for hope, that have come for capacity to borrow my belief in their, in your abilities. And I don't even know who you are, but I believe wholeheartedly in your ability to succeed in this process. The thing that is stopping you from moving forward is that you are making this personal and you are making it mean that you're not good enough. You are 100% good enough. You didn't lose any of that, right? Just because somebody sent an email that said no. That's what your brain's offering you. So if you take nothing away from today, and the only thing that you do take away is that you are worthy and that you're capable and good enough to land a graduate role in Australia, run with them. Now, here's what happens when you don't run with this or you don't get the support that you need. You end up working in a job that you hate for six to 12 months and I have been on the phone with many nurses, you might even be listening to this, many nurses across the country that have had AIN, Ruson, patient transport jobs, hospitality jobs, retail jobs that have finished their degree within the last six to 12 months and have been stuck in those roles, quote unquote, stuck in those roles with no, quote unquote, no options to move forward. And that, my friend, is a mindset issue. You are holding yourself stuck. Your brain is keeping you safe because it fears so deeply the rejection that you will face if you put yourself out there again. And here's the thing about rejection and nose and fear. It's just a feeling in your body. When did fear or rejection ever really hurt anybody? Never. Right? I just want you to think about that in your life. When was the last time that you felt fear and rejection? Did you get up the next day and walk and eat your food and do your things and have all of the things? Yes, you did. Right. So don't let fear of rejection or fear, worry, stress, anxiety, any feeling ever stop you from going for what you want in your life and your career. So if you are somebody that's listening to this and you think, oh my goodness, there's so much that I need to work on. Or if you're somebody that's like, I know that I can't do this alone. I need the support. I deserve the support. Come and talk to us. You can do this alone or you can do this with us. And what I can tell you the difference is, is that when you choose to do this with us, you will be free from worry and anxiety. We will help you navigate the mindset shifts. We will help you apply and redesign your applications so that they are friggin' fantabulous, if that's even a word. We will work with you on every application. We will interview, coach you, prepare you, give you all of the strategies. We will help you map out and find where you should apply, where you could apply, what is best for you that aligns with your life and your career that you want to build moving forward. You don't just have to suffer and take any job. A lot of you think that you've just got to go and take something in an industry within healthcare that you don't like just to get your foot in the door. That's not true. 
right? So if you want all of those things, the mindset support, the coaching, the comprehensive application support, the interview support and coaching, all of the tips and tricks to walk into every interview and to feel confident in your abilities to create job opportunities for yourself, then the GCLP, the Graduate Career Launch Program Round 2, is perfect for you. Do not delay. Come and see us. We will get busy with this. It happened last year. We were flat chat and there's only a couple of us in the team. So we can only take a handful of people. If you are one of those people, don't sit there in shame and feel guilty and worried and embarrassed about needing help. Come and get it. You have worked for three years to be able to achieve this goal. You're not going to let this stop you moving forward and getting what you want. So whether you came today for a pep talk and you got it and you feel elevated and pumped and you're going to rock it on your own, run with it. And if you came today and you need the help and you recognize that there's more to this than meets the eye and that it could be easy and you don't have to struggle and do it alone, come and talk to us. GCLP round two is open. We are here for you. All you have to do is find us on any social media platform, send me a message, I will see it and we'll take it from there. Or you can simply send me an email, liamgcaswell at gmail.com. And you can just say, GCLP, I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's do this. And we'll get you into the GCLP. I mean, this program is ridiculous. For context, we provided our graduates this year six months of weekly coaching support. Some of our graduates applied for 10, 10 graduate programs across the country and landed every interview for those 10 giving them amazing experiences. And that person is still waiting to hear back from lots of interviews, but has already landed a job. And the amazing Rosa is actually an international nurse. So busting all the myths here in the GCLP, we work with you from start to finish. And not only that, we understand how challenging this time can be. So of course, there are payment plans available. We want to make it work and accessible to you. And it's not only that, it's risk-free. We've designed this program so much so that we've done this now hundreds of times. We've worked with over 250 clinicians. This program is risk-free. You don't have to worry about what happens if I don't get a job because we work with you until you land a job. <laughs> There's no benefit to us for you leaving without having a job. So you have that trust in us that we will support you until it happens. So then what? Then your brain offers you all the other reasons why you shouldn't join. Listen, this program, whether you do it your own or you come and join the GCLP round two, the reward for yourself is a sixty dollars to $70,000 pay rise. Ask yourself the question, what is that worth? What is that worth to you? And how much are you willing to invest in yourself for now and for the rest of your career, because what we teach you, we give you for the rest of your career to be able to get into the perfect dream role and kickstart your career on your terms. Imagine what it would be like in five years time to tell the story like, oh my goodness, I joined this GCLP and I thought that my life was over and I landed my dream graduate role and look at me now. I can't wait to see the future version of you and what you're achieving. Okay. It's all possible. The people that come into the GCLP are just like you. They have all of the same issues and challenges, and we work through every one of them. You get support from me and Ange. Collectively, we've got over 30 years experience. Our goal is your goal. We want to help you thrive within your nursing career and get into that first job. Let us know how we can help you. Let me know either way what you thought of this episode and the tips and tricks. 
you've got this, you are amazing, you are 100% worthy, you are good enough, and I can't wait to hear about how you have gone out there and landed your dream graduate role. Make sure you let me know through all the social media channels, make sure you review this podcast, and we will see you in the next one. Bye! If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out our High Performance Nursing Membership, my monthly coaching program where we take what we teach in this podcast and we take it to the next level to help you thrive as a high performance human and a nurse. Join us at liamcaswell.com forward slash HPNM. I would love to see you in there. I'll see you in coaching.